Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today is the Book of the Month episode. On the first day of each month, we review the Book of the Month. In order to be considered for Book of the Month, the book has to meet a very simple criteria. It has to be impactful enough that it will either change your life or your perspective on the world. And whether it does or not is entirely up to you. You might read the book and comment on what a great book it was, but if you don't internalize the book and make it part of you, you're missing the point. Today's show is the book called Persuasion by Robert Cialdini. Now it's not persuasion, it's a made-up word, persuasion. The main idea behind the book is that we as humans are often easily swayed by momentary framing of attention. That framing seems to have a disproportionate importance in how we make decisions in the moment. The author spent many years understanding the process of influence, attending training classes on sales technique, shadowing sales professionals on their sales calls, and observing what made some salespeople disproportionately more successful than their peers. His research uncovered a massive blind spot that most of us humans possess. What happens in the moment before we're asked to make a decision has a disproportionate impact on the decision. A very simple example from the book, researchers looked at the problem of collecting consumer survey data. Most consumers are overwhelmingly reluctant to respond to surveys. In an effort to get better data, or in fact to get data at all, you sometimes encounter people in shopping malls or the supermarket holding a clipboard asking for a few minutes of your time to answer a quick survey. Some surveys offer a free gift, or essentially a bribe, albeit an ethical bribe, to get you to answer a few questions. A bigger, more enticing gift surprisingly has little impact on the response rate of the survey. Researchers found that about 29% of people approached would agree to participate in the survey. This is a significantly higher response rate than you might get if you requested a survey, say, by email. But here's the surprising fact. When shoppers in the supermarket or the shopping mall were asked a simple question, do you consider yourself a helpful person? Almost all respondents said yes. And then when they were asked a second question to help with a few minutes to respond to a survey, the percentage who agreed to respond to the survey jumped to 77%. That's a remarkable outcome. What is it about the question, do you consider yourself to be a helpful person, that compelled the majority of people to respond to the survey compared with those who were simply asked to participate in the survey directly? When people who were asked to participate in a taste test of a new product The affirmative response rate jumped dramatically again when shoppers were asked another simple question. Not only that, two-thirds of respondents declined to give their email address. But when asked a simple question, are you an adventurous person, 97% said they were adventurous. That's a clearly ridiculous response. 97% of the population are not adventurous. But after answering yes to are you adventurous, not only did the number of people who participated in the product taste test jump, the number of people willing to give their email address jumped from 33% to 75.7. I mean, think about it. Some stranger walks up to you in a mall and asks for your email address. Are you going to give out your email address? And the data says that 75% of the time, you will give your email address if you're asked if you're adventurous as a framing question. You probably have no idea that you were even open to being influenced in that way. Now, for the ethical business ethics versus effectiveness question has got to be asked, but for the unscrupulous business, you're open to being manipulated unless you have a high degree of awareness. One of the principal findings of the research is the idea that we as humans attach disproportionate importance to what has our attention. 
That's why a ringing cell phone can disrupt a much more important interaction. The news media isn't necessarily the best at influencing us about what we should think, but they're very good at having us determine what's important for us to think about. For example, the issues on the political agenda. How important was the president's latest comment on Twitter? The national dialogue gets dominated by what the media are telling us is important. There are other stories that are more important that don't get airtime for a variety of reasons. Some are too complex to put on TV. Others are perceived by the editors to counter the interests of their sponsors. In some case, there's political bias. Whatever the reason, the media may not necessarily convince you of a point of view, but they're absolutely effective in influencing what you pay attention to. In the years following 9-11, the importance of terrorism in the minds of the American public fell. The exception was near the anniversary of 9-11. At those times, the story was in the news and the importance to member of the public rose. After the anniversary date, the importance fell. Seeding the dialogue prior to having the dialogue seems to have a disproportionate influence on what people pay attention to. So if you haven't read Persuasion, I would recommend you read it and wake up to how you're being influenced in ways that you're probably not aware of. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.